Welcome to the Thomas Howard's All Sports Podcast with your host, Thomas Howard. What's up, everybody? I am Thomas Howard, and I am back with another episode of Thomas Howard's All Sport Podcast. What do you say we get started, shall we? A couple topics I want to talk about today are the Major League Baseball postseason. Now it's the National League Division Series round and the American League Division Series rounds. I also want to touch on some NFL news, and I want to touch on some college football headlines and stories. So let's get started. First, I want to touch about, is this Dan Quinn's last game as the Falcons head coach? Or is this a player problem? Is this injuries? Honestly, for me, I feel like it's a little bit of all combinations because I don't think Dan Quinn really has the ability to be able to coach that Falcons football team. But also, I feel like when you have injuries like Julio Jones is out right now, so he's your star receiver, and when he's out, who does Matt Ryan go to in that situation? Do they run the ball more? Does he try to find any other targets, like Gage? I don't know. But they're playing the Packers on Monday Night Football. Tomorrow, which got down to 8.50, because Cam Newton and the Patriots and the Chiefs got canceled due to COVID-19 testing. So their game's moved to 7.05 tomorrow night on Monday. And honestly, the Falcons are playing the Green Bay Packers which the Green Bay Packers took it to the New Orleans Saints last week, and they're undefeated right now, and I don't see anything changing this week with the Falcons. Still have terrible defense, not really getting done on offense. And when your defense is blowing 15-plus, 20-plus point leads, there's just no excuse for that. So, in my opinion, that with this, if Dan Quinn does not get the job done this week, Dan Quinn is going to be fired. And in my opinion, Arthur Blank, Thomas Dimitrov, and whoever else is in that front office for the Falcons needs to be reevaluate the situation because the Falcons have been an absolute dumpster fire of a joke of a football team this year. And like I previously said, I don't see any of that changing this this week. Because you're playing one of the top defenses and offenses with Aaron Rodgers in the National Football League right now. And the way the Falcons' defense has been playing has just been inexcusable. It's been a joke. And if Dan Quinn's supposed to be this defensive-minded coach, where is it at? Because it hasn't shown its course all year, and I don't see it starting now. Let me know at T Howard ESPN on Twitter what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. If you agree or disagree with me, let me know. Now, also, I want to talk about, just touch on some of the games that are being played today. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be in Cincinnati facing the Bengals. And I don't see the Jaguars winning this game because of the Bengals and Joe Burrow. With offense like that, it's just, for me... Jacksonville is not going to hold up against their defense as good as they are. So I have Bengals winning that game by a touchdown, at least. 
And the Browns are in Dallas right now against the Dallas Cowboys. Do the Browns really have enough weapons to pull this game off? I'm not sure. They have been improving this year and last year. I don't know if the Browns can pull this off with Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, and company. But if Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott don't play up to par, I feel like the Browns could upset this game. But I have the Dallas Cowboys ultimately taking it. And let me know what you think. The New Orleans Saints have are going to be taking a trip down to Detroit to play the Detroit Lions. Now, on paper, many people would say the New Orleans Saints have this game. But you can't ever really count out Detroit Lions and Matthew Stafford. They have a good offense. They have a good running game. Good receivers. So really, this game could be either way. Right now, it's probably a flip of a coin of who's going to win this game. Let me guys know what you think. Now, you had the Seattle Seahawks going down to Miami to face the Miami Dolphins. No question in my mind, the Seattle Seahawks are going to take this game. Because the Miami Dolphins don't really have good offense. Not a very good defense. They're also very young. And with Russell Westbrook leading the helm of Seattle, I don't see them taking in this game. And I don't see Seattle losing this game, so... Seattle, in my opinion, big. The Los Angeles Chargers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, let me preface this by saying I'm starting to feel like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are wondering if Tom Brady is going to be their savior of that team. Because, yeah, they have a winning record right now, but what have they really done that's been spectacular to blow anybody's mind right now? I don't see the Los Angeles Chargers... Winning this game still regardless. But they could be a surprise team because they're not bad on offense. Defense has been wishy-washy at times. So it's just a matter of me of what defense is going to show up for the Chargers in order for them to win this game. Now the Baltimore Ravens are facing the Washington football team in Washington. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are going going into Washington take this game. I feel like no questions asked. And just dominate Washington on offense and defense. And with the running game, passing game, with Lamar Jackson is a dual threat quarterback. He can run, he can pass, he can do it all. I just can't knowingly say Washington is going to win this game. I'm sorry, Washington football fans. If you disagree with me, let me know on my Twitter, T Howard ESPN. The Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers in North Carolina. Now, let me preface this by saying the Panthers are a good team when healthy. I don't think they're as healthy this year right now. With their best running back out, Christian McCaffrey. I think that's going to hurt the Carolina Panthers. And I feel like the Arizona Cardinals are going to end up edging out the Carolina Panthers in this game. Next game I want to talk about is the Minnesota Vikings versus the Houston Texans. Now, both of these teams are looking for their very first win on the season. I feel like the Texans could edge this game out just being at home. But the Minnesota Vikings are always that tricky team that everybody seems to have troubles with for whatever reason. 
last couple years, the Saints have been knocked out of the playoffs by that team. So I have the Houston Texans winning that game, but the Minnesota Vikings could easily win this game on the road. One of the top quarterbacks in the league. One of the better offenses in the league, honestly. So, I just feel like the Texans are going to ultimately pull this game out. But you have to watch out for the Minnesota Vikings. The next game I want to talk about is the New York Giants versus the Los Angeles Rams. The Giants are winless on the year. And honestly, I still think they're going to be winless. The Rams are a much superior team on offense, defense, special teams, coaching-wise. All around, they're a better team. So no question in my mind, the Rams are going to pull off this game with relative ease. Sorry, Giants fans. I would like to hear from my Giants fans out there right now. Hit me up on Twitter at THOWDESPN to let me know what your disagreements and thoughts are. The next game I'm talking about is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Chicago Bears. With the Colts' new quarterback, Phillip Rivers, taking the helm now due to Andrew Luck retiring last year due to health issues and health concerns. I still don't think it's enough for the Colts to take the game against the Bears. The Bears have been on a new playing level as of late, and I just don't see that changing now. Especially with the Colts uncertain about T.Y. Hilton. Is T.Y. Hilton going to perform this week? Is he going to be the T.Y. Hilton of old and underperform like he does for the most part? I certainly think the Colts hope that T.Y. Hilton performs. But ultimately, it depends on what T.Y. Hilton does. And the Phillip Rivers is normally his accurate self-passing. And the running game solid. The Colts can ultimately get a win. But I just don't think that the Bears' defense are going to play lackadaisical against the Indianapolis Colts. I'm sorry, Colts fans, but I have you losing this game. The next game I want to talk about is the Buffalo Bills versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, this game is kind of tricky, if I'm being honest. Both the Bills and the Raiders are pretty good young teams. But I ultimately think the Bills and their stellar offense are going to go into Las Vegas and take that game by at least a field goal or a touchdown and just win that game outright and just come home with a win. Sorry, Las Vegas Raiders fans. Next game is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles are still looking for their first win. I don't think they're going to get it tonight or today. Um, The 49ers have a good offense, good defense with George Kittle as a tight end. I just, I can't see logistically that Philadelphia is going to go into San Francisco and take this game outright. I am very sorry for you Philadelphia Eagles fans that are listening to this right now, but you're still going to come out of there winless. Now, I want to touch on some news about the Patriots and Chiefs. They got moved to Monday night due to Cam Newton of the New England Patriots testing positive for COVID-19, as well as some of the Chiefs players. They've decided to postpone it Sunday and move it to Monday, along with the Falcons versus the Packers. And I'll touch on the Falcons and the Packers in a minute. But for the Patriots and the Chiefs, I think if Cam Newton is capable and able to play this game, 
I think the Patriots are going to dethrone the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry, Chiefs fans. I know you come off of the Super Bowl last year. I just don't think you are good enough to beat the New England Patriots. I am sorry. The final game on this week's schedule is the New Atlanta Falcons versus the Green Bay Packers. As I previously stated, I still don't think the Falcons are going to win this game. I think Dan Quinn's going to be fired this week. Because you have to deal with Aaron Rodgers and a stout receiving core and a good running game and a stellar defense for Green Bay. Falcons aren't winning this game. Dan Quinn's going to be fired. Possibly Tom Stimtroff. I don't know if he is, but Dan Quinn is definitely probably going to be fired this week. I'm sorry, Atlanta Falcons fans. It is what it is. You're horrible. Dan Quinn has proven to be a dumpster fire as a defensive coach or even just a head coach in general. Sorry. You're going to lose this week. That's all there is to it. I'm sorry. Now let's move on to some college football, shall we? I want to touch on some good from um, some upsets real quick. The Tulsa Golden Hurricane upset the UCF Knights with the UCF Knights being a heavy favorite in that game. At the end, they just didn't have a good defense. They didn't have that lockdown defense they normally have. So Tulsa, good for you. You know, you you come in, kept your nose to the grindstone, pulled the up, a major upset when nobody, including myself, thought you could. So congratulations to the Tulsa Golden Hurricane for the upset on the UCF Knights. And as I've stated in previous years to anybody that brings this argument up to me, yes, the UCF Knights have been undefeated in a couple seasons. Yes, they're young. Yes, they have good quarterback, good receiving core, good running backs. But ultimately, if you put them up against an Alabama, a Texas, a Florida Gator team, a Georgia Bulldog team, they're not winning that game. They have a lackluster schedule. I know they can't help this year because of COVID concerns. But on a normal schedule, they're not contending team. But I give them props for the last few years where they've played. But again, congratulations to the Tulsa Golden Hurricane for the upset on the University of Central Florida Knights. The Texas Christian University Horn Frogs upset the Texas Longhorns, which honestly... Watching that game, watching how Texas played that game at the end, they acted like as if they had no idea what they were doing on defense, couldn't hold on to the ball on offense. Just the second half looked like a totally different team, and so really this outcome didn't surprise me that Texas Christian University upset the Longhorns. Because when you play like crap, can't hang on to the ball, and when TCU's coming in there, playing as hard as they can, and the, you as a Longhorns aren't playing as good, you're going to lose that game, and Texas Longhorns did just that. Another upset I want to talk about is the Arkansas Razorbacks upset the Mississippi State Bulldogs after absolutely getting annihilated in the second half last week against the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, Georgia didn't play his best first half game last week, trailing 5-2 to two at halftime last week. But they come out with Stetson Bennett last week 
and absolutely took over the game against Arkansas. But this week, Arkansas had a different story against Mississippi State. Arkansas clearly came to play this week against the Mississippi State Bulldogs because they had a stout running game, a good quarterback, as they did last week. And at times, Mississippi State looked lost in that game, in my opinion. I am sorry, Mississippi State fans, but they just, it is how it is. And Arkansas Razorbacks aren't a bad team. They're still young, getting used to a coach. Still, and the next couple of years are going to be really good, in my opinion. But when you upset a top good Mississippi State team, that says something about your head coaching, your, your football players, and the program in general. So to me, congratulations to the Arkansas Razorbacks for the upset. Now here's the big upset of the, this week. The Iowa State Cyclones. Yes, I said it. Iowa State Cyclones. Upset the Oklahoma Sooners. The Sooners have lost now back-to-back weeks. Which is a surprise to, I guarantee you, every college football fan out there. You have one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. And to me, that was a surprise that Oklahoma lost like they did because uh, I just don't feel like they should have ever lost that game. Because the Cyclones, yeah, they're a tricky team. Don't get me wrong. And when you have one of the best quarterbacks in Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma and him to play as crappy as he did last or Saturday, that should tell you something right there about what Iowa State can do because they capitalize on plays that Oklahoma didn't make and just overall took that game over in relative ease in the fourth quarter because Spencer Rattler and Oklahoma didn't look like themselves in that entire fourth quarter. And I'm starting to think... Lincoln Riley might be in over his head at times because even he looked lost during that game. Yes, Iowa State had some calls in their favor with some pass interference calls. But ultimately in that fourth quarter, Oklahoma got let down by their own team. And I just was shocked this is everybody else. But you can't ever count Iowa State out because every year they seem to upset a top-notch school. But to lose to them in the fashion that Oklahoma did, that's just sad and inexcusable. Let me guys let me let you, let me guys know what you think at T Howard ESPN on Twitter. I would love your feedback. I would love to hear what you think. Let me know. Now now to touch on some major league baseball stuff. The first thing I would like to say and get off my chest is Mike Trout. Like, what on earth are you doing, man? I don't understand it. You are the best player in baseball by far. No question about it. Have the best offense hitting-wise. Best defense I've ever seen in my life, honestly. And you choose to stay with the Los Angeles Angels when clearly they're never going to win games for you. Yeah, they're... They claim to be building around you, signing Anthony Rendon. You have Andrelton Simmons, Justin Upton, 
Albert Pujols, is, who, honestly, let's be honest, is out of his prime. He's going downhill. He's not the same player he was 10, 15 years ago. So, Mike Trout, let me ask you this. You've been in the playoffs one time since you've been in an Angels uniform. And it was a three-game sweep in the American League Division Series. Yes, you have the be- most money in baseball right now. Great. But that's not buying you championships. That's not buying you playoff runs. You need to cut ties with Los Angeles. You might love Los Angeles or California in general. But let's be honest. It's not buying you championships. You need to go somewhere that's going to be a contending team because the Los Angeles Angels aren't it. I am sorry for my Angels fans out there who's listening to this right now. But it's not it. You need to go somewhere. You need to cut ties with the Angels. You need to go to a Tampa Bay Rays, a New York Yankees, a Los Angeles Dodgers, Atlanta Braves. I don't care where it's at. You need to go there. You need to just completely cut ties with the Angels because they're not getting the job done for you. They don't seem to care, in my opinion, what you want, what you think. They're not building around you, it seems like, other than Anthony Rendon. And you traded away one of your best players in Tommy LaStella this year for a guy who's hitting a buck 80, a buck 85, something like that. That's just inexcusable. It's poor. It's bad judgment on the front office. Mike Trout, cut your ties. Get out of the Angels uniform. Go somewhere else that has the intentions of winning because the Angels aren't it. Now, on a more positive note for baseball, let's talk about the American League and the National League Division Series games. It is now officially set. Your matchups are as follows. The number one seeded Los Angeles Dodgers will be facing the number four seeded San Diego Padres in the first round of best of five in the National League Division Series. But, and it's going to be held in Arlington. I have a hard time with this game because, yes, you have a young, talented team in the San Diego Padres with Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, Eric Cosmer, Will Myers. But ultimately, I don't think You have enough offense. You don't have enough pitching to handle Clayton Kershaw, Walker Buehler, and the power bats of Max Muncy, Cody Bellinger, Jock Peterson. I think the Padres are going to end up winning one game, and I think the Dodgers are going to end up taking that series three games to one. I am sorry, San Diego Padres fans. I just don't think you have enough this year to handle the Los Angeles Dodgers and all their power and great pitching. So I have the Dodgers moving on to the National League Championship Series. The final NLDS matchup is the number two seeded Atlanta Braves versus the number six seeded Miami Marlins. And let me go ahead and just get the history lesson out of the way. I understand the Marlins have never lost a playoff series. Every time they've been to the playoffs in 1998 and 2003, they have won the World Series. But back then, they had a 
veteran squad, veteran pitching, more overall experience. And I'm not taking away from what had Don Mattingly has done in the short tenure as the Marlins manager. Because Don Mattingly is probably one of the best managers in all of baseball, in my opinion. But when you have young guys like Garrett Cooper, Brian Anderson, who all are future All-Stars, and Jesus Aguiar, again, who's a future All-Star, and they're young, but I just don't think they're, they have enough offense overall to beat the Atlanta Braves, even though, yes, the Atlanta Braves are young, with the exceptions of Adam Duvall, Nick Markakis, Freddie Freeman, Tyler Flowers, Travis Darno. But they have three young pitching guys in Ian Anderson, Max Freed, and Kyle Wright. I just don't feel like the Miami Marlins could have enough offense to hold off the Braves pitching. And the Braves this year, surprisingly to I think most people in baseball, have one of, if not the best, bullpen of baseball behind the Los Angeles Dodgers. So I find this series hard to tip the scales into the favor of the Miami Marlins. So I have the Braves versus the Dodgers in the National League Championship Series. Now for the American League Division Series, first matchup, is the Tampa Bay Rays versus the New York Yankees. Now, I know what my Yankees fans are saying out there. Oh, we have pitching. We have Garrett Cole, Masahiro Tanaka, and we have the great Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, DJ LeMahieu. I, I get it. But when you have Blake Snell and some of the best hitting in all of baseball on the Tampa Bay Rays, and might I add a quick stat, out of the 10 games, the Yankees and the Rays played against each other. The Yankees went 2-8 and eight against the Tampa Bay Rays. So I have to say the Tampa Bay Rays are going to move on in this series to the American League Championship Series. The last matchup in the American League Division Series is the Oakland Athletics versus the Houston Astros. Now, in the 10 games this season, the Houston Astros lost 6 games out of 9 they played. Because I think one of them got canceled altogether. And I just can't see the Astros being any different in the playoffs. Yes, they've won a World Series. Tainted or not, they won the World Series in 2017. That can't be taken away from them. But when you have Matt Olsen... And Sean Manaya and young guys like that, like Jesus Lazardo pitching for your Oakland Athletics. And nonetheless, you have Tommy Lastella, who the Angels stupidly traded over there, in my opinion. You have one of the best second basemen in the game now. And I just don't see that changing. Oakland Athletics are going to move on to the National League Championship Series to face the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, for my predictions in the NLCS and the ALCS, it'll be the Atlanta Braves versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. I feel like the Braves 
have the ability to upset the Los Angeles Dodgers if your pitching's right and your bullpen's staying right. Because the Braves have really good offense. And I feel like this series is going to go to seven games if it gets that far. And I know for my Dodgers fans, this is going out on a limb. I feel like the Atlanta Braves could easily upset the Los Angeles Dodgers to move on to their first World Series since the 90s. For your ALCS matchup, you have the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Oakland Athletics. For my Oakland Athletics fans, I am sorry. This is where your Cinderella story ends. You don't have enough pitching. You don't have enough offense. You're going to lose against the Tampa Bay Rays in the in at least five, six games. So I have, as of right now, I have the Atlanta Braves versus the Tampa Bay Rays in the 2020 World Series. Tweet at me your thoughts at my Twitter at THowardESPN. For my baseball fans out there, let me know what you think. I would love your input, your thoughts, your opinions, whether you agree or disagree with me. Let me know what you guys think. This has been the Thomas Howard All Sport Podcast. I thank you for listening. Tune in next week to find out what the headlines are going to be, what my thoughts are going to be on upcoming news, scores, highlights around the leagues. Thank you. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good night, whenever it is you're listening to this. Peace out.